Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt, and welcome to the latest in our very occasional series of trailer breakdown specials. We've done a couple for Marvel movies, not cinema. And now we're doing a couple for Star Wars, also not cinema. That noise you can hear is Ken Loach revolving in anger. <laughs> because today saw the release of the second and final trailer. Third. Is it the third? This, I'm not saying, I'm saying the third isn't technically a trailer. Two uh, trailers in yeah. a special right. look. Right. Two trailers in a special enough. look, yeah. It's like four weddings and a funeral. Uh, so the second official and final trailer for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the ninth and final episode in the Skywalker saga, so we're told. If you believe that, I've got a bridge to sell you. <laughs> but let's see how that goes. Um, and it's all very, very exciting. And the people took their streets in their fours uh, to demand this trader breakdown. So here we are in the pod booth. I'm joined by, you've heard him already, and try and resist the urge to James Blaine this entire thing. Otherwise, we might as well not fucking bother. <laughs> it's James Dyer. Hello. It's Darth Dyer to you. Uh, okay. Darth Dyer. It's, <laughs> it's Darth Dyer <laughs> looking uncomfortably like Lobot, let's be honest. <laughs> but here he is. Uh, we also have Ben Travis. Yippee! Hello. <laughs> oh my God! He's actually <laughs> you are the most Travis. Anakin. <laughs> he's kind of Obi Wan. Oh, Travis. he's Anakin. He's oh. little little Jake Lloyd Anakin. Oh. I build pod races in my spare time. Are Yippee! you? Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> and Helen, Helen O'Hara is here. Helen, my how you've grown, grown more beautiful. I mean, oh God, Queen Amit O. I, pref- I prefer General O'Hara. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fuck the patriarchy. Fuck the space patriarchy. All right, so this is very, very exciting. We've, con- we've convened four of our finest. Uh, yeah. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm a Dodarian! Uh, um, so, uh, welcome to this, this very special Trader Breakdown. Twitter seems to be largely in favour of it. I am not... Entirely on board with this trailer, I'll be honest with you. So I, I'm that excited. Is why you fail. It is very, very true. But I'm excited by this this next half an hour or so because we'll get a chance to go through the the trailer frame by frame. Always fun to do so on an audio medium, and <laughs> uh, and we'll go through it. And maybe I will find magic in there that I I felt was was there in the last trailer, which got me back on board the Star Wars space horse in a big way. And then this one, I just thought was a little bit meh. This one has Star Wars space Literally horses. Literally has space horses. Literal or, space horses. Or, or well, why don't you say so? What more do you need? Oh my god! Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited. So you're excited? You like the trailer? You 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 think good things? Yes, I think I think many good things, and I think possibly also bad things, because you know bad people also appear in the trailer. I'm very excited about that. I love that I have no real concept of what the hell is going on, who these people are, and why they're doing anything. I mean, in the sen- in the wider sense, I know the character names and the backgrounds and so on. But, like, I don't know where Kylo Ren is going. I have no yeah. idea, especially no idea after this trailer. And I'm enjoying that very, very much. That's one of the reasons why I was a little bit loath at first to do one of these trailer breakdowns, because people asked this morning when the trailer came out, are you going to be doing one of these? And my initial reaction was no. Not at least because we don't have really the time to do it. We've managed, no to, we've managed to find the time to, to do this. But also because, unlike, say, when we did this... Did we do this for Infinity War? Helen, I can't remember. I think we did, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did it for Infinity War and we did it for Endgame. And there, even though, especially with Endgame, we were going into a... We don't know what the hell is happening here. This is entirely speculation. 
but we had 20-odd films. All right, James, we warn you again. Uh, we had 20-odd films to base that speculation, some of it baseless, some of it pretty spot on, I have to say. And we had, you know, to, to, to base that on. Uh, here we have, obviously, eight films to base it on, but at the same time, J.J. Abrams says, shut the magic box. Is it the magic box or the mystery box? What mystery is he called? Box. Mystery right. box. He shut the mystery box and he's thrown away the key. I hope he remembers it before December 20th, otherwise it's going to be pretty embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, so there's, I was wondering, how much can we really say about this stuff? But since everyone on the internet is doing a breakdown, we thought we might as well do it as well. Uh, ben, I know you this morning you were punching the air and going, yippee! Yeah, I'm very excited for this. Uh, to be honest, pretty much everything in it gets me excited. I think they do an amazing job with these trailers mm-hmm. and that they, they show you things and they also don't show you things at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think there's loads of really nice notes in there all the way through that I'm sure we'll pick out of things that refer back to the original trilogy, things that refer back even just within this sequel trilogy, um, lovely echoes and as Helen said, you sort of get a sense of what the film is going to be, but at the same time, I can see so many different pathways of where the characters are going to go that are completely opposite to each other, but all feel entirely possible based on what we've seen here, Mm. which, um, I mean, the anticipation of these films is almost as enjoyable as the films themselves when they're out. I love the build-up, I love the excitement, uh, and the prospect that in two months' time... We're going to be sitting down and everyone's going to be like excited. <laughs> Mate, in two months' time, it'll be over. Yeah. Two, months, two months' time, it'll be like, oh. Should we see cats again? Every day is Christmas <laughs> Eve, people. Every day. No, literally two months' time, it'll be out. It'll be out. So yeah, yeah. What, we, what will we do with ourselves? I mean, it'll be Christmas Eve, 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 so we'll probably be off already. We'll be just watching it again. Mm. Hang on. Is this 20? What, what day is today? Is it 22nd? Yeah. God, that'd be amazing. Jimbo, as the person who has been on set of The Empire Strikes Back, aged <laughs> five, and who, um, and I don't know if you can see the air quotes I'm doing here, listeners, wrote the cover feature most uh, recently. You are in a position, you know more about this movie, and that's not a lot, I have to say, <laughs> but you know more about this movie than most. Yes. So what, what's your take on this trailer before we go frame by frame? I'm not saying this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to eyes, but it is. Sorry, hang on. There's a, there's a knocking at the door here. Hello? Oh, it's Ken Loach. He's just, he's come in. He's I mean, furious. He's, it's, got, he's it's, got a face it's on. It's no cares or the wind that shakes the barley, obviously. But, uh, but, but oh, God. And, and Robbie Collin from The Telegraph tweeted this this morning, and his, I think it's absolutely true. He said, watching this trailer, <laughs> there's nothing that gets you quite like a Star Wars yeah. and a Star Wars trailer, whether it's the music, those beautiful arrangements they do just for the trailers, which are slow, sort of emotional versions of key themes, whether it be the love theme or, in this case, the main theme, and uh, which are not on the soundtrack, which is incredibly fr- frustrating, but that's oh, yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah. But it, it just gets you, you know, and the bit when 3PO, well, there's a 3PO line in it, we'll get to that. It's like, you're just like, oh, I'm not crying, you're crying, um, I'm not crying. I'm so, oh, I'm not prepared. It just, it just, I, oh, it was wonderful. My soul is prepared, Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah. How's yours? I don't know, I'm still, I'm not, I'm not in that place anymore, guys. I, I know, I know you have, but we've, we've talked, talked about, about this before. in the podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm not. Thanos I'm, stole your soul. He has. I, I am, yeah, I have, I have given myself oh my over to Lord Feige. Uh, and uh, the thing is, like, and I said this at the beginning of the year, like, I was more excited to see Endgame than I was to see Rise of Skywalker at mm. the beginning of the year which is a big thing for me being a massive Star Wars nut but again like watching this trailer <laughs> now you've seen Endgame you're like whatever no no yeah no <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but and, and I loved Endgame and I thought it was magnificent but there's something there's a magic to Star Wars that doesn't exist for anything else for me that 
just hearing that music and seeing those sort of iconic sort of images, whether it be lightsabers, TIE fighters, watching Star Destroyers rise up out of the ice, rise. I'm instantly four years old again. And I just, I, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's, it's like it, time travel. It does feel like an event in a way that, I mean, I don't know, the, the, the previous trailers to me felt exciting. They were cool. There was lots of cool stuff in them. But this feels more like, oh, shit, yeah. it's going down. I think for all of us who are obviously going to watch this trailer as soon as it's out, there is so much to pour over. But mm. the way the trailer's constructed also feels like for those general audiences out there who are going to be watching other things in the next two months and they'll be showing the Star Wars trailer, it's a real, listen up, watch this. Yes. This amazing new Star Wars film is coming out. Well, what's Sit interesting is attention. they're selling it very, very clearly as the end. Even though yeah. they say in the trailer the story continues because, you know, it's not going to end here, guys. But they're saying that this, the Skywalker saga... And they did it with the uh, they did it with the press release right right at the back at the beginning, which is one of the you know whenever the uh, the first trailer came out and when the Skywalker saga ends. I'm paraphrasing, and everyone went what? And it's like, well, that was in the press release. They said literally this is the last one, but because it sounded as the end, that seems to be a very very clever and canny decision. And today it was reported that pre sales for this are double that of Endgame and whatever. So we all thought, and I still think that Endgame is untouchable, but you never know. I've you never already, know. At the box office, at the box office. I hasten to add in case Ken <laughs> bursts through in here once again. I've already dropped 50 quid on IMAX tickets. For You're kidding night. me. Yeah. Because it's the best, the, the, the yeah. second best thing to being there at the at the press screening is then going back two days later, yeah. with the, uh, not at the midnight screening because you, everyone feels like shit and everyone's excited but everyone's no, the tired. Midnight, the midnight the, screening the, for Endgame was pretty freaking great. But the, the sort of 8pm yeah. at the Leicester Square IMAX, I will be there, second row from the back, with all the people who have been at work through the day ready to go and see their new Star Wars film. And that crowd is always an incredible bunch to watch these films with. I've done it for the last two, and it's been amazing. In fact, Chris, we should probably... It's, uh, well, the press screening will be in a couple of months. We should probably start queuing outside the <laughs> yeah, now. We should do. We will be <laughs> this is our tradition <laughs> for uh, Star Wars screenings. Yep. This is very, very true. Uh, we're always first or second, aren't we? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, hang on. When's, it, when, when's our press screening likely to be? It'd be a week of release, wouldn't it? So I may not be here. It's out on the 19th, and it's usually two days before. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be me, me Helen, Nick, and Ben. Yep. Yes. And not you. Screw well, you weren't here for our big old Endgame watch either. No, that's true. I was um, oh at the God, world please. premiere in Los Angeles. Uh, anyway, that's... Why uh, would you leave that open for him? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> here we we're go. not here to discuss that. No, we're not. We're, we're here to discuss this. Here we are. I said, <laughs> let's try and do this in a quick 30 minutes, guys. 45 minutes in, we <laughs> haven't even got to the trailer yet. So, okay, we... Um, all right, so it begins, as these things do now, that uh, Disney owns Fox and uh, the Fox fanfare is no more. Oh, God. R.I.P. Pour one out for the Fox fanfare. It begins with the Lucasfilm logo. How exciting. That's exciting, don't mm, you think? That's pretty standard. And then we have, unusually for a, a kid's film, a close-up of a helmet. And uh, wait a minute. The Endgame trailer began with a close-up of a helmet. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my word. So this is uh, Ray with lightsaber. James, what is that helmet? It is a helmet. We had much discussion about this. We were like, well, it's not a rebel helmet, as one would see on Endor. Ben thought it was a Jedi training helmet with a blast shield, which I have poo-pooed. Poo-poo. Emphasis on the poo. Yeah, I poo-poo your helmet. Uh, So we just think it's a helmet. Maybe she just cut it off someone's shoulders. Maybe maybe there's a head in the helmet. I mean, colour-wise, there's, there's it looks a, more yeah. rebel than anything else. It does. It Maybe does. she's gone rogue. But, but then, don't forget, you know, this is 30 years on, so yeah. there's been an evolution in costumes and, and helmets. So presumably, the helmets that the uh, the rebels had, now that they are the resistance, might be slightly different. True. Yeah. 
So, so we don't know whose helmet it is. But there's, think, a, there's a remote flying around her, so that's where Ben got his training idea from. So I, he might I, be right. It felt training-y to yeah. me, actually. Because um, we've seen parts of this training montage before with her throwing the lightsaber in the forest and doing stuff oh, like yeah. uh, We've seen footage of that before. So it could be, as Ben says, that could be a training helmet. And training in the desert as well, right? With the jumping over the ship last time, we thought? Yeah, so I this is not the bit in Creed where she's getting ready for the title fight. <laughs> I, I think the, the bit where she jumps over the ship in the first trailer yeah. is a confrontation rather yeah. than a training-y yes. thing. I yeah. agree. This that's to me, a, yeah, that's a lot of effort to go to to do some training. <laughs> just get in the TIE fighter, go over there, like four or five miles will be fine, and then just... Yeah. The, the thing I love about this shot and the, just the opening of the trailer in general is that it reminds me of the opening shot of the Force Awakens trailer where you had the shot of Jakku of the desert. Chaku! And then suddenly um, uh, Finn, Finn pops yeah. up into the shot and it's yes. like you start on a natural environment, then a character bursts in and chases mm-hmm. through and it's all go from there. Um, now, a possibility is that this is the forest moon of Endor, uh-huh. which makes a certain amount of sense. I mean, it's a forest. It is a forest. I mean, obviously, forests are not exclusive to not, Endor, but... Not in not in this opening shot, but a little bit later, it does look more jungly, though, which is kind of an environment we haven't actually seen mm. in Star Wars before. Not it's really. All, it's a kind of California had, redwoods. Yeah, Endor, we've had really, redwoods and yeah. we've had swamp, and I feel like yeah. we haven't had jungle So maybe se. it isn't Endor, but I mean, we, we'll get to it, but there's there's mm. the, the second Death Star does make an appearance, and it's wreckage, it would make sense, were it either on the forest moon or one of the other eight moons that surround the larger planet of Endor. So is it Endor or the planet? Endor, Endor is, is the, the planet, planet, but they also call the forest moon Endor, even though it is just one of nine moons that's very which orbit the planet wow. Endor. I just thought they called it's it confusing. the forest moon, and that's what they referred it to. This is yeah. the forest moon of Endor, because it's forest. Yeah, but also it's always been confusing, hasn't it? Yeah. The forest moon of Endor. The forest or moon of Endor, Fondor, and this could be the jungle moon Endor. of Endor, and the Death Star could be on the ocean moon of Endor, because as we've discussed many times, Star Wars likes planets that are just one thing. Just one thing, people. It's not realistic. It's all also, ice, or all sand, or all jungle. all ocean, like, you would have some dangerous, weird shit going on as a result of that, I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. The next frame. <laughs> <laughs> Tight 10 minutes, everybody. <laughs> so she's running. She's, she's running. running she's right. running around. She's running around. She's, she's got, running around. Yeah, oh, here she is. She's running out of log now. And then uh, she leaps. Just like now, dirty dancing. voice says something at this yes. point. Yes. Now, I believe, so there's two different voices. The, the, the voiceover, I believe, starts with Finn and then becomes Poe Dameron. Okay. The voice says, it's Rebecca Fardy's account, <laughs> which I thought was, <laughs> was unexpected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, yeah. I think it starts with Finn. It's a feeling. It's an instinct, and then you get Poe rallying the troops. Okay. You know, if we get good people, they'll. So fight we think this is Finn is. initially saying here. Yeah, she yes. as as uh, as Ray played, of course, once again by Daisy Ridley. Thank you. Um, thank you to keep keep us on track with the Star Wars casting news here. <laughs> uh, she's she's jumping over. She's running up a tree trunk. She's jumping over a big chasm. Mm. Someone's describing, I presume, the Force. She leaps over this big chasm. And then lands on the Death Star. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. Thanks to the marvel of editing. Wow. Thank it, you, Marvel. Yeah. But this no, would make no. sense because she's wearing the same sort of white Jedi outfit that she's running through the forest on. So, And if this is on Endor, then I suppose there's some, there's some time the, there. The lighting is so different here. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it's, it's inside, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but even so, whenever she's on, later on in the trailer, when, when she's confronting Kylo Ren yeah. and she's on and yeah. it's all but it's the, Kamino-y. The thinking and, is, yeah, so, so it's possible that Endor isn't all one thing and there's a big ass ocean in it. Who knows? That is much to uh, be desired. So I don't know, we'll see. But yes, you're right. It's, it's a very different palette to that yeah. part mm. of, the, uh, of, the, of the trailer. I think it would be a bit late in the, uh, in the day to introduce the idea that, there, that planets can be different things. And hang yeah. on, hang on. As we all know stuff. from Caravan of Courage, there are little bits of Endor that aren't just forests. We've wow. seen that already. 
Okay. I think we also, all remember that we, film we well. need to, because I firmly believe that this entire saga is going to end with the triumphant return of Yubnub, and they have a giant <laughs> celebration on Endor, and J.J. Abrams busts out Yubnub, which has been excised in a Yubnubectomy from the canon, <laughs> uh, thanks to John Williams' shitty panpipes, which hey, appear at the end. Of, hey, no, hey, yeah, 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 they yeah, are yeah. inexcusable. No, no, no. And they're no, at the no. end of the special we edition of the Jedi. We are having no dissing of John Williams It's just, oh, it's shocking. Team Yubnub. It's not shocking. It is. It's shocking. I'm Team Yubnub, Good. but I also love that John Williams is sort of like it's panpipe not, yeah. moves. Why not? It's, it's lift music. It's but Ewoks cool. do not Your listen to lift music. music. This shot of Ray in the uh, sort of remains of the Death Star, I love it as well because that is a really nice visual callback to her uh, yes. scavenging yes. from the, in the Star Destroyer. Uh, Star Destroyer. Mm. It's just where we literally first meet her mm. at the beginning of um, The Force Awakens that like she's the same, but she's come on so yeah. far. And then we cut to Finn looking through some quadnoculars. Looking for something to do in this film. Oh, that's quite good. Oh, burn, man, burn. He's, oh. he's going to have some stuff to do in this he film. Is. He's he going to be hanging around with Oscar Isaac. It's going to oh. be Oh my Great. god! Yeah, there's evidence here that uh, that Finn gets around yeah. uh, in uh, this in this trailer. Not in that way, Helen. I mean, banish such thoughts from your <laughs> from your impure mind. Wherever you ship, Chris, it's up to you. Um, so, uh, so then you think it's Poe Dameron because someone says the Force brought us together. I know you think it's Poe. Well, it transitions to Poe. I can't remember the exact line, but then the bit when he's talking about why would it, people to fight for us? That's Poe. So it's Finn talking over Ray, you yeah. think, mm. and then Poe talking over Finn. Yes. Interesting. So there he is, John Boyega. And then uh, she's still running. She's still you know running. What I mean? But that looks more, this, that looks mm, more jungly. There's I know what actual you mean. palm trees. It's more there. jungly than it is uh, yeah. foresty. Yeah. And then we, we know there are new planets. There are new planets in this film. Mm. We're going to see one a little bit later on. Yeah, this Pasana, home of the Aki Aki. Oh, 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 I like Aki fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So then we have a traditional classic kind of Star Wars resistance slash rebel meet and greet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a bit of signing, sell a bit of merch yeah. <laughs> as well. They've just finished a live podcast. <laughs> they have. They sell badges with the Death Star on that says Bangly Bang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they call it a podcast. It's a, it's a whole thing. Lando's there. Yeah, Lando's, Lando's holding There's course. Lando. Yeah. Poe's kind of stood above everyone else, so yeah. he is still the leader. He's here the, in the there's corner. Following the lead. There's an Akbari sort of guy. There's a, there's a Mon Calamari. Love a Mon Calamari. There's a sort of mm. there's a Big sort fries. of neon nun looking motherfucker here. There's a there's a fluffy Sesame Street looking guy down here. Neon nun, of course, being a Sulustan. Oh boy, <laughs> this is why we bring you in. <laughs> the amazing thing is that you know James does go on dates. It's incredible. Yeah, but yes, largely don't. with Sulustans. <laughs> <laughs> Lust is never a problem. <laughs> I think I think this is basically this is Poe's big speech or a big speech. Yeah, this from is Poe. a St. Christmas yeah. Day moment, isn't it? Yeah. And I guess the other thing is we just few, pointing we out happy few. how how big we band of rebels. How big the resistance is these days because the whole thing at the end of The Last Jedi is it's the very, very last dregs mm. yeah. that Ray saves well, and when we catch These are the them. resistance workies. They've just kind of brought them all in. Yeah, no, I think, but I think this is the hardcore, if you will. This is the, the people that escaped on those transports mm-hmm. at the end of Last Jedi. I think what we see later in the, in the trailer, no spoilers, <laughs> is, the, is the call to arms that went yes. on galaxy-wide and has been answered. And I think that's... Um, so this, I think, is probably a low moment, a little bit before that. But, but still, who knows? In, 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 that, in the end of The Last Jedi, there's literally like 15 of them in that ship. That's, yeah. that's no, but there's, there's more than one ship left. Oh, there yeah, There were a yeah. few ships that got mm. away. Right? Uh, I'm pretty sure I remember that. 
didn't Ryan oh, Johnson? No, all the rebels are in the the Falcon. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Johnson yeah. said that. That's oh, sorry, in the Falcon. Yeah, that's the whole of the Okay, yeah. All right, so then we move on after the big, and then Poe says we're not alone, and then for the first time in this trailer we see. Rose. We do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look carefully in the background, you see Dominic Monaghan. You as do. He's a resistance oh. fighter and Lieutenant Connix, Billy Lord. Now that's interesting. And that's not Chewy, is it? There's a there's a hairy arm here in the left of the frame. It looks maybe it's got clothes on. Uh, actually, you know what it is? Is it an Ewok? Know what standing it is? On a box? Someone standing. It's one of those space horses. Uh, uh, someone is riding it. back. Is that what they're called? Yes, they I are. Pref- all I prefer the term uh, space horses. Are they related horse, so that's to Jerry or back? And not not to be confused with the Fathias, which were the kind of space horses from the Lost well, Jedi. Actually, that's interesting that you should say that because they obviously run completely differently. Because yes. the Fathias run like cats; they run like cheeses or yeah. something. Where's these run like horses? Do run like horses. Mm. Yeah. Right. So we're uh, so this is Dominic Monaghan. This is a Billy Lord, who's Carrie Fisher's daughter, of course. And uh, we think maybe that they're being attacked. The Resistance are being attacked by the First Order here at this point. And uh, but it's good to see Rose uh, back in this movie mm-hmm. and. Maybe Maybe being given actually something to do. <laughs> oh, she was good in the last one. I she was good. I, I'm not saying she wasn't given anything, but this time around, it would be easy for her to fall yeah, yeah, uh, aside, um, fall away as uh, Abrams focuses on other characters. So maybe, maybe that's not the case here. So then they say, uh, "Good people will fight if you lead them." Mm. I think that's directed directly at the. Democratic Party in the US and the Labour Party in the UK. <laughs> yeah. um, it's very, very politically relevant. Um, but also, uh, I like Poe's white jacket. Mm. Um, I just like to get that. But this the is the call to arms, isn't it? Yeah. That the resistance has fallen apart, and he's saying essentially, if we, you know, if we start the fight, they will join us, which is wildly optimistic. But you know, sure. Well, somebody needs to be optimistic up in here, you know. Um, <laughs> and I think that this is um, perhaps a bit of an evolution of him. I think what we saw in the last film mm. was him having a bit of a crisis moment and also a bit of a growth moment. And uh, hopefully this is him now. And the important thing to bear in mind is he is now leader of the resistance because yeah. the torch was passed to him at the end of The Last Jedi. So. Exactly. He's wearing, uh, he's got something wrapped around his arm here in this lovely white jacket. Yes, I think uh, that's a captain's armband. Do you think it's a captain's armband? <laughs> it's, been, it's been passed to him by Virgil van Dyke. <laughs> exactly. um, and... Uh, or has he been wounded in some way? And maybe oh. this is a, a temporary bandage. Uh, but anyway, forget that. Forget Finn. Forget Poe. Because there is the true star of the Star Wars saga, the uh, the mighty Wookiee. Chewbacca. 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 Uh, played, of course, uh, James by Jonas Suatamo. Indeed. Uh, no longer Peter Mayhew, of course. No, but Jonas on. does excellent Chirawook. I interviewed him and I asked him how his cheer work was and he answered me in cheer work, oh which, to be fair, is pretty hardcore. That's pretty good. <laughs> Next shot is a, uh, what I presume is a res- resistance ship. We've seen something like this before. It's yes, a frigate is, of some this kind. This is a blockade runner. This is like That's the Tantive IV Of course it is. And you recognize it. <laughs> of the first Star Wars. <laughs> very yes. opening shot. Yeah. That's right. Oh, uh, I was going, I'm never, that ship looks familiar. Looks what is that? Is that, is that, is that yeah. the and again, Serenity? Look at the foliage. It's still jungly looking, I'm just saying. Yeah. Jungle is massive, Helen. <laughs> so, so maybe where Ray is doing her sort of seeming to be training yeah. at the start of the trailer exactly. is where the resistance is currently based. It would make a that would sense. make a lot more sense. Yes. So that because it has a sort of a Yavini vibe more than an Endori vibe. Mm. Ah. So, so yeah. So they've gone off. She's their great hope, so to speak, and so she's gone off training whilst they're doing whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. Okay, that makes kind of that's a, what we're saying. A bit of sense. Do you think this is a getaway? Quick getaway. No, or just, just, you know, she's called an Uber, and that's it. It's turned up. 
I don't, I don't think it's... It seems like an unhurried one by Star Wars standards, and especially yeah. by rebellion resistance standards, which tend to be a bit more under fire. Okay. And then we get into the freaking cool stuff yeah, so the this giant is the, waves. Yeah, so this is the ocean planet, as we're causing it, because we're just assuming it's an ocean planet, uh, where the wreckage of the Death Star sits in the sea. And we're, we're pretty sure this is the wreckage of the Death Star, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. And we see... Oh, if yeah, you look in the you distance can see one of the guns. There, uh, yes, you can see one of the turbo lasers there. And you can see Ray's lightsaber glowing because she's standing on... The wreckage. Abrams, so far in this trailer, has uh, displayed a proclivity for uh, people being very, very small in the frame. Is this this a Father Ted riff? (laughs) Yeah. The the rays here are small. Small. The ones out there are far Far away. away. Uh, Maybe... Uh, so she's got her lightsaber out. She's always got her lightsaber out. And... uh, This is where she goes, no one knows me. She goes, no one knows me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people think they know me, but no one knows me. No one knows me. Which and is then, meant to be ominous, right? That's meant to get us yeah. worried about dark grey. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah. suddenly, none of that matters because the <gasps> Raylo shippers get their wish I'm and so a sopping wet, bedraggled Kylo Ren says, I do, and strolls out of the spray. Because of course he does. Yeah. He's and so extra. So, Who wears a cape in this weather? That's it. So... Raylo's Bendemptionists. Everyone is coming out for this particular scene. This is when the Who comes in. Yay! <laughs> in slow motion, yeah. he steps towards it. That's another faction. The Bendemptionists are uh, are big on him turning to the light side, and the Raylo's. I but think, he's are... beyond Bendemption, isn't oh, he? Oh, never well, beyond Bendemption. I mean, but is anyone? I mean, look. Th- this is the thing I was thinking today. Somebody said to me on Twitter, "But what is even the point of this saga? I don't know what the story of this trilogy is." And the thing is, I was sort of thinking about this. I'm like, I thought, oh, maybe that's fair. You know, maybe we don't, you know, I don't know really exactly what they're going for here. I don't know how this is going to end up. And then I thought, well, if I'd been standing at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, I wouldn't fucking know that that trilogy was about the redemption of Darth Vader. Who the fuck would have guessed that? <laughs> he just cut off Luke's hand. Yeah. Like, that's not something you would have guessed. So what I'm hoping is they've done the same thing again. And we don't, I genuinely don't know. Is mm. this about the redemption of Kylo Ren? Is it about the damnation of Rey? I, like, genuinely, is she is she going to go that, dark side? Are we uh, assuming too much? I'm a Bendemptionist. I believe it's about, I, I think, believe it's Bendemption. I think he's too far gone. And I think if you were to suddenly bring him back to the light side now, and we, we have interesting theories about where this takes place in the in the mm-hmm. movie, um, and there is something to maybe suggest the Ben Demption theory, but yeah. if, if... I just think he's too far gone. And if you bring him back to the light side now, it just feels like this could be a facsimile of Return of the Jedi in a way that The Force Awakens is a facsimile of A New Hope. And I would hope, <laughs> new or otherwise, that J.J. is better than that. I, I, I think as well, The Last Jedi, one of the things that was so great about it was that there is that moment where he has the best chance he's ever had of going, yes. oh yeah, yeah, of course, I don't want to go to the dark side. And no, he doubles down on it and and takes the power grab. So I think it would have to be something really, really big if they were going to bend them. Mm. <laughs> why is it Ben-demption and not Ray-demption? Why is it Why is it not that? Because she's already Ray-deemed. Yeah. No, but he's redeeming himself, presumably because of Ray, so therefore Ray-demption mm. also, it fits no. a lot better than... You're not no. making up an entirely new word. You're just adding one letter to redemption. <laughs> it works already. It's, it's possible there. possible we're getting but sidetracked. she doesn't need redeemed. How about he... Um, ben-diction? Ben-a-faction? ben something? No. Anyway. Anyway, what do you mean they don't work, but Ben Demption works? Ben Demption didn't rules. I didn't rule on Ben Demption. I just ruled on your work. All right, Susie Dent. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Okay, so anyway, they're fighting, they're fighting, or they're about to fight, or make love, hot, passionate, sweaty love. Pretty certain um, that's not how it works, but sure. 
Well, really? I mean, by, by, by slapping lightsabers together, that's not my understanding of how it works. Well, I mean, this, this, uh, this, this really brings a different conception to all of my dates. This is, uh, this is worrying. Really? Yeah. Not that no, yeah. no, it works. No. Huh. Maybe it's how Celestian uh, yes. works. Who knows? Celestian mating rituals do go in a slightly different yes. way. Yes. All right. So anyway, so they're, uh, look at her. Look, here, here he is. Oh, oh, here he is. So spray. Look at him. Cool. All dripping wet and bedraggled, holding I, his uh, his uh, cross-hilt lightsaber I mean, in a I, false grip. I still <laughs> feel like his belts are too high. I mean, he's got the whole Simon Cowell thing going on that is not... Yeah, his trousers are way up look. around his nipples, yeah. which is weird. But, but and his we, nipples, as we know, are very wide apart. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's got his top on and that's important. That is yeah. true. All right, okay. So uh, we cut away from them before they start shagging and then... Fighting. Uh, here we have... Uh, sorry. Sex fighting. And then there's this... Uh, I think the best shot in the trailer. This, this is, is a really gorgeous, interesting yeah. shot. Iceberg, so. dead ahead, hard to starboard. Uh, so but, this appears to be mm. a giant floating asteroid mountain of ice in like a space. Comet. It looks like Asgard yeah. if Asgard were made of ice. Don't yes. mention it. Loach will be here in a second. Yeah. Well. It's not cinema. <laughs> it's not cinema. Do you um, reckon um, Ken Loach is a bendemptionist? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I don't either. He thinks so, Ben is too far gone. TIE fighters flying towards an ice, <laughs> mm. sort of a floating ice thing in space. There's there's civilization on it. There's a little, if you look on the left, there's a yes. sort of city. Yeah. There's a structure yeah. there. So it's not just floating ice. So it's supposed to be, you know, ice like city. a... Yeah, it's an ice city. city. Yeah. And then, of course, a little bit later on, we're going to see Star Destroyers erupting from ice. Is that the ice they erupt from? Mm. Oh. Who knows? So what's your theory? As as in fact, should we talk about what we think about the the Kylo and 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 uh, I keep calling her Ridley, um, the Kylo and Ray, or should we get to that in a second? Because we're going to come back. To this is the beautiful ice thingy. Lots of Tie Fighters. Too many Tie Fighters. Maybe you can a bit of overkill. Never have too many Tie Fighters. Maybe a bit of overkill. I mean, yeah, yeah you, you need some Tie Fighters. Throwing lots of ships. That's a problem. Okay. Oh, this. So this is the Sith throne. This is awesomely cool for so many reasons. One, it has a sort of a new Sith symbol engraved on the sort of back. Sort of like backrest part of it, which is cool. But second of all, this is taken from uh, an original Ralph McQuarrie concept sketch uh, meant for Return of the Jedi, which is which is kind of cool. Right. And uh, and the throne that Snoke had in uh, Last Jedi was based on a different sketch that he did for the same film. So so this is really cool. It's got big stone spikes coming out of it. It's, it's quite badass. alien queenie, isn't it? It is a bit alien queenie. It but is. it also it feels a bit sort of um, king under the mountain age. You know what I mean? It has a mm. real sort of like. Middle earthy dwarven feel to it's me. It's goth as fuck. It is exactly that. Really. It's an emo throne. It is like yeah. metal as hell. <laughs> um, the metal throne. <laughs> if you were buying this in IKEA, that would be his name. Goth as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> with like goth as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so they could just about get away with it. Um, okay, so um, over the shot of the throne is a very familiar voice the voice of Ralph Palpatine, the former. <laughs> Supreme Chancellor of the Universe. That's right. Uh, and uh, <laughs> then turned Emperor. Sheev Palpatine. I prefer Ralph, but thank you very much. <laughs> I and uh, Palps. And last seen plummeting to his doom at That's the right. end of Return of the Jedi. Or was he? Or, or was is he? it? Or did it? Or has it? And uh, there's long been speculation, in fact, even confirmed that uh, McDermott, Ian McDermott will be in this movie. Uh, what do we think is going on here? You know what bugs me? 
Luke refers to him as Sidious in The Last Jedi, and that always irritated me because he doesn't know him as Sidious. He never calls him Sidious. He was just the emperor. Yeah. When does he, he say that? He, when he's banging on about him when he's uh, at the Jedi Temple. I think he's, is he talking to Ray or Yoda? I forget. But he refers to him as Sidious. Maybe he figured it out uh, afterwards. I know, but it just it just it, it annoys me. He's he's yeah. become since a bit of yeah. a Jedi scholar, right? Yeah. I know, yeah. but I feel like look, if we're going to have a prequelectomy, let's do it properly. <laughs> so we think that Darth Sidious or Shiv Palpatine. Shiv Palpatine. Shiv Palpatine. Shiv. Shiv. But no one ever, she ever says that name on film. No. It's, so where's the pronunciation coming from? It's S-H-E-E-V. I there thought it was S-H-I-V. No. That okay. would be Shiv. I will accept it. Uh, <laughs> I accept your terms. <laughs> Shiv Palpatine. <laughs> anyway, so the Emperor is pleased that the re- resistance is bringing all of its friends mm-hmm. together. That because that will be their undoing. That will be their undoing Lord because then waited. he'll just like kill them all with one hammer blow because that yeah. worked out so well. Gee, this feels like a riff times. on, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, your your faith in your friends is yours. Yes. You know, yes. It, has a, it feels like... What do you, you think something in this movie might be a riff <laughs> on Return of the Jedi? But also, like, you see that long have I waited and then you see the Star Destroyer cracking up through the ice, yes. which is cool, like as if they've all been, you know, in the freezer section Rise. of Iceland while all this First Order stuff's been going yeah. on and he's just defrosted them. Maybe he's executing Order 67. <laughs> Perhaps. Who knows? So... We obviously we'll discuss this in the uh, spoiler special whenever the film comes out. But do we think this is really Palpatine? Uh, if so, how and what do we think about that? Do we think that's maybe slightly redundant as a storytelling device, bringing him back? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, uh, Ryan Johnson killed Snoke. I presume J.J. Abrams had big plans for him. <laughs> well, look. So, so, so theories are he's. Still alive because we never saw the body. He's. I mean, he fell down a reactor shaft. I mean, and then it blew up. Darth Maul got <laughs> cut in half and he came back. But that so. didn't blow up. No, he didn't blow up, but he literally got cut in half and then fell down a shaft. At least he just fell down a shaft. Well, while being electrocuted. While being yeah. electrocuted by himself. By himself, though. Yes. yes, you're right. So, 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 is it a hologram? Is it some kind of force projection? It could be a number. Is it a clone? There are lots and lots of different options. But one thing that JJ said when I spoke to him is his, his idea was that. This he is the big villain of this saga, and he said, you know, if you consider it as a as an arc of nine films, he doesn't know any long story where the main villain disappears. You know, two thirds of the way through the story, so he says it makes it made perfect sense to him that uh, the Medium had come back into this. That said, he does love his misdirection, does JJ? Mm, so this may be a double bluff. I mean, Sauron died two thirds of the way through Return of the King. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, mm, hmm, interesting. But, I, yeah, mm, but then hmm. don't you think that they would have maybe, oh, I don't know, hinted at this at some point in the last two movies? I like I like the idea of it, you know, has this fleet been hiding beyond the outer rim? You know, have lots of things, but has it just been buried but in ice? why would they know? be hiding from the First Order who worship them? Perhaps they've been busy, Helen. Mm. Perhaps they had things to do, mm. deadlines to meet. It well, was press week. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm, you know, I, I do think it's a little reductive to maybe bring the Emperor back. I don't think it would have been my preferred choice. Um, but at the same time, he's kind of awesome as a baddie. So but maybe that's a good thing. Also, I think about it from a, from a, from a Lester Epp point of view. It's a bit late to introduce a new yeah, villain. Yeah, big bad. Yeah. So, because like Ryan has yeah. cut Snoke in half, so you've 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 lost your villain. So, mm. really, your options are: you either go back and bring in the Emperor, or Kylo Ren becomes the big villain. So, mm. my feeling is the reason they've maybe brought the Emperor in is because of the Bendemption, because Kylo isn't going to be the big villain. I wonder if Kylo is still going to be the big villain and is going to prove himself what? by killing off the big villain. Yeah, but then that would just be a replay of the last film, wouldn't it? When he kills well, Snoke. You know, it's like and indeed he's like, a replay of Return of the. He's like leveling up. 
something, something. I'd like something new. It would be nice. A little twist. Something I haven't seen coming. Um, it would, Ray be becomes the big bad. Kylo has to kill her. See, I like that. You know, honestly, genuinely, I do like. Yeah, never going to happen in a no. million years, but uh, I do, I do like that. That would be that would be interesting. Uh, so then we have uh, a shot of Ray presumably arriving on the planet or the moon that houses the the ruins of the Death Star. Well, she's, and she's riding some sort of, mm. Yeah, she's riding some sort of kind of cool new vehicle, like a like it a speeder very bike much, almost. But very, much, very much looks like the ones from the end of the yes, last. Yes, the film. sort of crate skiffs. Yeah. Um, but this is a water version. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very cool indeed. And there she is, and that's the big round thing. <laughs> yes, the big round thing. Please stop dazzling us with science, Chris. <laughs> Jesus. It isn't brain surgery, Helen. This is brain surgery. Hey. Yes. This is a little fella working his way on into C-3PO's head. And who's the little fella? Babu Frick. Babu, Babu Frick. Frick. Babu, Babu Frick, Frick who specialises in droid... He's a custom droid nut thing. He's and is he cute is what practical? he is. Is he practical? He looks practical. He's practical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks He's practical. very practical. He doesn't mess about. Okay. So uh, 3PO, the back of his head is open. And we're Much. Not... Yes. And there's uh, BB-8 and his, uh, his, D-O. his friend. His little hairdryer friend. I like D.O. C-3PO is taking one last look at his friends or otherwise known as characters he's met either once or never before. <laughs> uh, in the case of Zori Bliss. Zori Bliss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so there's a new character here in case yes, people didn't notice. Yes, this is um, Kerry Russell's Zori Bliss. So you get that wide shot and you see Finn and Poe and uh, Ray and and Art, uh, not Art, you can see um, BB-8 and Dio. Dio, yeah. Has rocked for a long, long time. And then you see... Zori Bliss, Zori Bliss, who is an underworld figure and, from what what seems to be implied heavily, an ex-shag of Poe Dameron's. So I'm, that's I nice. am convinced, as you know, that pretty much everyone in the Star Wars universe is an ex-shag of Poe Dameron's. Yeah, I mean, Dameron's. I think that's entirely fair. The man gets around. And if they're not, around. they're a yeah. future shag of Poe Dameron. <laughs> Why do you think the back's off 3PO's head? Oh. Poe's been having a go at that as well. No, Chris. <laughs> I can't believe you implied that Poe Dameron's skull for C-3PO. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't imply, my friend. Like he I stated, I outright stated. That's exactly what it is. Why do you think his eyes are red? Oh, God. Oh my God. That's the syphilis. That's the robot nope, syphilis. Sithphilis. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so 3PO is all overcome with emotion and... And then R2! 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 R2-D2, where are you? That line, though, the... He's the right there. Taking one last look at my friends oh. as the music swells. It's 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 an easy grab at the heartstrings, isn't but it? it? Fucking so, yanks. So them. what's happening? Oh Why God. is he? Where is he going? Well, it looks like something's being done to his head. And mm. if we look at the poster, you can see him holding the bowcaster. And in footage we've seen before, he's got red eyes. So it feels like something's being done to three PO to turn him into a Terminator. Oh my oh. God! He's buying the farm. To me, I think he's. I think he's. What the farm that Bucky and Steve live on? <laughs> the farm that was supposed to uh, go to Hawkeye in right. uh, Age of Ultron, but then obviously he didn't buy that farm, and, and the then end. he got cancelled. So now, yeah. um, now C three PO is going to buy that farm. Everything about this screams he's a goner, and and I mean that would be a nice. He he's a character. This you is, can, that would be nice. He, you can sort of kill him. Yeah, oh and it would it would hit it's, hard, but it's not like they've killed anyone you <laughs> really care is, about. No one gives a shit. No yeah. gives a shit. It's like oh. at the same time he's been there the whole time. Yeah. So it's, like, it's like it's like in first Die Hard. Sooner or later, <laughs> I'll get to someone you don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> so off he goes. Oh, but at least dear. you know if he gets to go out, you know, popping some stormtroopers, then that's that's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Happy happy days. But we all want to go. And then here we once again we have the real hero of the saga, uh, the mighty. 
Chewbacca. I hope. I, I really Chewbacca. hope they do not kill Chewbacca. Oh, if they, they won't get, kill no, Chewie. If, if, if they, they do, if I'd... Chewie dies, we riot. There was a moment in uh, in. The Force Awakens, where I thought they might, and I was like, "Oh no, oh no, don't you even think about it." No, but don't drop a moon on him or whatever it was happened in the uh, in the old expanded universe, wasn't it? Something like that. He was he set in a planet as a moon crashed into the planet, and he he said to Han, and Han took that to mean leave me. And he probably wasn't saying that at all. But Han was like, "Yeah, sure, Chewie, you stay here. I'll go and save myself." Uh, anyway, so there he is. He's roaring this Christmas, and this is my favorite shot. I may have said the other one previously you was did. my favorite shot, but this is my favorite shot in the trailer. Uh, this is really, really great. This is Poe and Finn and Chewie uh, running down a corridor of what we presume is yet another Starkiller base <laughs> or something, and uh, they're just they're just laying waste to stormtroopers. Boom. Take him down. And Poe does a very cunning... He does, if you watch his head, he ducks out the way of a laser blast. He's looking extremely... What do you call him? Nathan Drake? Yes. Mm. Yeah. He does have a bit of a Drakey vibe. Mm. Oh, yeah, he does. How does he do that? Only a Jedi would have such reflexes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, this is a great shot because there's a tracking shot and the camera's moving back and it's just... It, it, it's a yeah. very shiny it's floor. It's very, very yeah. shiny. Everyone, everyone on set oh, that day must have been wearing yeah. booties. Imperial I mean, floors are the shiniest. They are really yeah. shiny. And then the same shot, which appears to be the only shot they have of uh, of Carrie Fisher, which is turned up in the last trailer as well. It still works for me. Uh, just, it still works. Ray, yeah. a single tear down her cheek. Bless. And this this appears to be in the jungle area or the woodland mm-hmm. area. So yep. this is... So that's maybe Leia staying back there while everyone else goes off and does the thing. Do you think she sacrifices herself? Or have they said that they won't kill her? I think she's just going to be like, you guys go off, you've got yeah. this. There are yeah. so many people I don't people think they'll now. kill her. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chill. But then maybe there'll be something that, that where they where she does something at the end because she's left behind. And it's like, ah, Leia saves the day. She can press the button she, and yeah, on the thing she, and do yeah. the stuff. Mm. That's my theory. That's based on nothing, but just pure. I like it. Sort mm. of, yeah. Interesting. And uh, in, in giving her orders, she's very much like a very, very popular French actress. Leia, say, do. Anyway, it's... Whew, oh, my word. Uh, anyway, so here we have... Uh, this is a moment that seems to be redolent somewhat of the moment in Jedi where they get trapped in the uh, in that big tree thing. And then R2 comes to the rescue with his little cutters. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Because they're, they're in a, some sort of cage type thing on a desert planet, which we don't think is Jakku. I no, this they were is Pisana. This is Pisana. Yes, this is which Pisana. is the twin planet of Non Grata, and uh, this is and they're trapped. We think, and then BB-8 goes ha ha and frees them with the help of this very coloured smoke bomb. I thought they were not trapped so much in that scene as on this flying yeah. thingy. I didn't get a trapped vibe yeah, from this. It I, feels I, like that smoke bomb is being catapulted to yes. distract the jetpack stormtroopers who are pursuing them. Jetpack stormtroopers. see them here yes. in the oh distance? Just, Specifically yeah. jetpack, I believe, Sith troopers. Oh and God. here you also have, you have a stormtrooper on some sort of speeder bike again, yep. which is cool. Uh, all right, that's interesting uh, because then in the next shot we see them happy about being freed from the captivity. Cap- or or the happy or that just, they just defeated yeah, some jetpack stormtroopers. They're still on the flying don't, thing don't. that's moving fast yes. and, and they're not. That's a woo! Not, not a yay, we're free. Yeah. Don't, ruin it. don't ruin this for me, lads. Don't, it's, it's, it's a yippee! A, I can't believe this. <laughs> My one theory has been torpedoed. Uh, no, so it's, it's, it's like cool. more of a powder stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. it's not really a torpedo. <laughs> and this, this feels uh, this, this feels very, very redolent of the near numb Lando scenes from uh, Return of the Jedi. It's Lando in the cockpit of the Falcon with Chewie. Oh. Could we just feel bad for Chewie for a second? That Chewie, who by rights should own the Falcon at this point, is still the co-pilot. Like everyone comes in and takes this, and he's like, "Where's my 
dying in the fucking pilot seat. Presumably he does own it, right? You'd think, wouldn't you? This is I mean, his it'd thing. It'd be though. interesting to know what kind of legal papers Han left behind. Because yeah. he seems like a guy who definitely has his legal papers sorted you're out. You're right. So you're saying he died in test and yes. the judge handed it to Ray. Yes. That seems fair. Wait, the judge would have been Leia. It's a Star, it's a star Destroyer and spacey, shooty, shooty, spacey. So we think this, this movie maybe has a massive battle between a rebel slash resistance fleet yes. and what? a giant fleet of Empire slash yes. First Order. Im, no, Imperial. No, so key, the key thing here is they are Imperial ships, not First Order ships. Ah. Ha-ha. Ah. Okay. Interesting. S- same in the footage we saw at D23. The, uh, the, the Star Destroyers are all Imperial Star Destroyers, which, of course, look different to the First Order ones. And then the shot you've got here, that is a Y-Wing. That is a Resistance Y-Wing. And I believe the first time we've seen a Resistance Y-Wing. We've seen A-Wings. We've seen X-Wings. I don't believe we've seen a Y-Wing before. I could be wrong. So we don't think this is the ship piloted by Chewie and Lando? No. Okay. No, because this is a single sea fighter. Yeah. And we don't think that's the Falcon. That's not the Falcon. They're not the Falcon. I assumed it was the Falcon. But it might be the ship, that, like an infiltration ship, because in the, in the footage before, you see them all inside the sort of the cockpit of a ship that isn't the Falcon, which felt like it was a rebel ship taking them somewhere. Space horses, everybody. Space horses. Oh, yes. Orbax. The space horses. The Orbax has Janna on an Orbax. There's Poe on an Orbax. There's BB-8 who's, rolling, who's rolling, rolling. Who don't know. That's, uh, that's is people don't Naomi know. Aki's character, who okay. may or may not be related to Lando Calrissian. But she, I know she rides the Orbax. She's all about the Orbax. And they're riding these Orbacks along the top of a Star Destroyer. Yes, which is an interesting uh, understanding of physics and oxygen. But, well, uh, this is assuming, but we've seen Star Destroyers in atmospheres. Like, yeah, we've seen so, one so exploding it's from ice. Yep, yep, we've yep. obviously seen one land on a planet. And mm. there was we had questions, if you remember, back to The Force Awakens, we had questions about whether or not it would still be that intact having crashed from space. Maybe there's a pressurized And someone shield. said maybe it was moving in the atmosphere. So we don't know for sure. No, we don't. Mm. Well, we do know. Also, how did they get the horses on there? Well, I think the next shot, or, okay, now it says the story lives forever. Now, I think that's yeah, a nod to the fact that it's going to be a few more Star Wars films after this. <laughs> and the next, the next slide just says on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's not the next shot, but this, yes. is, this is exciting. Okay, mm. so then we have, we may be missing dialogue at this point. But this is a money shot. Me, I don't care. Um, is it? It's one. I mean, of it's, been pretty, it's been a pretty sexy trailer, but, but I don't think is, it's that. So this is, the, this is Emperor Palpatine's throne room from... Return of the Jedi yeah, on the Death Star. You can see the window behind her. That that throne room, incidentally, is uh, modelled on the Oval Office because the uh, the Emperor Palpatine was supposed to be a kind of a uh, a nod to Nixon at the time because that was a whole Whoa. Vietnam thing. There's no so way. So you notice it's it's oval shaped. The Emperor's throne room is. There's no way you'd have a U.S. president feeling enough to be the model for a <laughs> megalomaniacal <laughs> galaxy ruling bad guy in one of these movies. What? Yeah, that's true. So thankfully, that's not timely anymore. They both have. Uh, so Ray's got a saber out. Yes, and, she has. Mm. And Kylo Ren doesn't. No, which, he doesn't. Which teases some kind of interesting ben dynamic Redemption. Unless, unless it's just behind his cloak. But I feel like you'd see the glowing red. It's so sizzly. Yeah. And it's and it's wide as well because of the, the cross guard. There's maybe no he, sizzle. Maybe he's just very confident and it's doesn't feel that he needs to uh, to uh, unsheathe his... Uh, anyway, the, you know what I mean. The yeah. other thing that's great about this shot is I've already alluded to that amazing scene in The Last Jedi after they've defeated all the Praetorian Guard when they've fought together mm-hmm. and then they each think the other one's coming with them. I'm all for scenes with Rey and Kylo Ren confronting each other in throne rooms of fallen leaders and talking about <laughs> the big stuff. And this looks like another scene like that and I am Do all think in for that. This is before or after their big uh, dust-up on the... Um, the, the big thing. I think it's part the of the wetness. same. Maybe after, because we, we see Ben 
walking through the waves, don't we? In the other shot, with his lightsaber out. So <laughs> Does he look wet and bedraggled there? That's the thing. He looks. He looks bone dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this maybe before. This may be Bit before. of movie magic there. Maybe uh, their fight takes them onto the surface yeah. of the superstructure, and that's when you know. <laughs> True story. I was like, well, look, guys, there's a. They see in the distance a Tie Fighter, and it went. No, it's a bit of dust on my monitor. <laughs> okay, so that's that's nice. And then so we, the the next shot is uh, Finn. Now Finn is also on the same planet. Mm. Yeah. So that's the story. Well, because you've seen them all looking out over the yeah. Death Star in the first trailer, so we know they're all there. Poser okay, well. that's a very good point. All right, yeah. so now we come to a really intriguing shot, yes. and then we think this might indicate where the Poe Bendemption, and I really hope that it doesn't happen. <laughs> the Poe Bende Poe. The Ray Bendemption fight happens yes. in terms of the context of the movie. So now we have a shot in a very white room, presumably on Starkiller Base, mm. Mark 15. It's, it's a bit um, Cloud City looking. Feels a bit it? Cloud City, but if you look at the configuration of the lights, that's very Imperial. Mm. Sort oh, of yeah, very yeah, Star Destroyer, yeah. very Death Star. Also, if you look behind them, the crenellations on that kind of mm-hmm. seat thing is uh, very brings to mind oh, yeah. Darth Vader's, Darth Vader's like, regeneration pod. Yeah, yeah, so I feel like this might be uh, Kylo's bedroom slash sex dungeon and that would make absolute sense because that is what they are destroying and they're both hitting it together with their lightsabers is the plinth that has Darth Vader's helmet on it and obviously he doesn't carry that around with him it sits in his room so presumably that is his room but and he flipping loves that thing he was all about it in <laughs> he the was. Yeah. Yeah. so like what's happened now that he's like yeah go on we'll destroy it but he also has his own helmet reforged in this film he does mm. So there's a bit of an inconsistency with the helmets, steady Chris. Indeed. And um, I'm just not sure where his head's at, which is what I'm supposed to be feeling right now. Where is his head at? Exactly. He's got two helmets. He doesn't know which one to wear. Uh, So we think, we don't know for sure, obviously, we think that the fight between Ray and and, uh, Ben Demption Uh takes place roughly in the middle of the movie. Yeah, I think I think whatever the happens theory? at the start pushes them towards that middle point, and then uh-huh. that, whatever direction it sends those characters in, I th- I think that's the I think that's mm. in the middle because so this p- looks like them mm. both deliberately destroying it rather than they're having they've, a fight just, and it gets yeah, yeah, yeah. missed. No, yeah. They, yeah. Could this also be like a dream of some sort? If if dark grey is a dream, it, could this be a dream? It doesn't have the look of a dream, but yes, well, it no, could be. But, but it doesn't like the dark grey thing had a dreamy vibe mm. to it. This this has more of a functional vibe to it. But this would this would lend weight to the idea that maybe they do team up even if uh, Kylo's uh, motivations are a bit sketchy yeah. they do team up to take down the greater threat which may or may not be Palpatine sure. or a version of Palpatine um, but look what's interesting here is that they are not going for the helmet steady Helen um, I know your your mucky mind um, oh my gosh but they're, they're going for the plinth. plinth they're smashing mm. the plinth now why is there something in the plinth Something hidden, something that they didn't know about. It's the rest of Darth I mean, Vader. <laughs> she, she does also have form for like, you know, lightsabering plinths. Remember yeah. the rock in the last she's, one? She's a big plinth smasher. Yeah, she's, she just fucking hates plinths. Yeah. Her mum and dad plinths. were plinths. And they, they what you, what you miss is the next scene from this, one of the caretaker nun things comes in and just shakes its head and walks out again. <laughs> well, if you notice here, look, there's uh, either some dog biscuits on the floor here or there's... Evidence of a, of another fight, or you know, there's some bantha poodoo. Who knows? Oh my god! If Kylo Ren has a dog, that would be the greatest thing in the world. It really and would it, be, it, wouldn't it? They don't even make it like an alien. It's literally it's just, just a dog. A dog. Huh? <laughs> All right, so that's our theory for what it's worth, and then you can definitely see this is Fader's mask that is uh, falling after they smashed it. See, look at them; they're oh, perfectly framed. Uh, All right, so then we have uh, a nice shot of uh, of um, Finn and Poe. 
the uh, boys. Very handsome. Yeah. And 3PO. 3PO, the cock blocker in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Ruining the shot. <laughs> They're trying to wingman him. 3PO, where can he be? He's behind you. That's where he is. Then we have another large, Look wide fista. Those. That's a beautiful shot. Look at those mm. Star Destroyers. It's not cinema though, is it, mate? It's not or... cinema. It's not cinema, but it's extraordinary. It's, that's wonderfully lit as well. But you're right. The, um, the, the, the logistics of this are suddenly more confusing because those well, are horses and they do not appear to be in space. No, yeah. they're not in space. There's clouds. Aha! Aha! There's so it's clouds. in atmosphere. Upper atmosphere. Upper atmosphere. Right so maybe they're, they're in a desperate race to get inside the Star Destroyer before, before, it, before leaves it leaves the, the atmosphere, atmosphere and they all either okay. burn up or die out of uh, exposure mm. uh, and lack of oxygen and, uh, yeah. and the whole kit and caboodle. But again, this is a whole lot. I mean, listen, I still think the space battle in Return of the Jedi is one of the greatest things of oh, all time. It is. It's mm. just yes. that first shot where, oh my God, it's just <laughs> amazing. Uh, and so something along those lines would be great here. I'm here for it. Absolutely. Uh, here's uh, here's Ben Demption once again, looking moody, upset. Hair still wet. This could be related to the earlier scene. Yeah, or it's just you know product. Well, I mean, look, he's <laughs> never overused gel before. I don't see why he would start now. So this is the question mark scene, isn't it? This is Ray looking up at something. It, it looks it like it's the Emperor. It, it looks like the of curve of a yeah. It's like but like there's bits in the, in behind, but then there's like the curve of what could be a hood. Yes, and a shoulder and an arm. Please never call him Palps again. I think it it, it robs him of his it robs him of his power. It robs so, all of us of our dignity. Palps. Um, so she's taking a nice vacation in the Palps. Uh, so I think this is mm. Palps, and no. uh, but I think he's happen. I think he's attached to something that's moving. Yeah, if and you look flashy, lighty, lightningy, which is you know portentous. Yeah, but if you look, this is moving slightly. The camera's moving as well, but this is also moving slightly, almost as if it's bringing him down to her level. And perhaps he's some sort of cyborg Palpatine. Perhaps there's some sort of some, something keeping him alive, a breathing oh apparatus. A bit Robo like Palps. Robo Palps, why not? Bane Palps. <laughs> I'm Skywalker's reckoning. Mole Palps? No, this is just sounding awful. Uh, so there we go. I was born in dark. Luke saying the force will be with you and then Leia saying always which is a lovely uh, if you weren't crying before you're crying now yeah Uh, except I'm not oh you monster your heart is dead and cold and wizened yeah it's like the emperor's heart that's right his cyborg heart you cry in a trailer you cry in a trailer a little bit I mean, we all know what you were doing during the Endgame trailer. So if you can do that, you can definitely cry in this one. <laughs> Two and a half minutes, mate. That's, that's no challenge. Personal best. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly there! Anyway. Oh, God. Um, the thing yeah. I love is it, because there's so, much, there's so much darkness and there's so much mystery and there's so much portent around, oh, the Emperor's back, oh, the Empire is, is raging again, mm. that you end on this shot of Rey that feels yeah. really hopeful that feels really classic her and the and the Skywalker lightsaber. I think that's a lovely note to end it on. And I was intrigued by the green flashes in that shot because it's a really sort of sort of I don't green know, very flashes. static shot. I, th- I thought but it was just lightning. There are some, there it's are possible some, Ben's having a stroke. It's possible I'm having a stroke, but as soon as that's I saw I did green flashes <laughs> Oh, Chris. <laughs> when I saw the green flashes, the first thing that came into my mind was green lightsaber. And it what green flashes? I, I, okay, I, I, <laughs> where are these green flashes? We're, we're going to have to go Sapruda footage on this one. We're going to, have to slow you it down. Can smell burning feathers? <laughs> Hang on. What green flashes? Wait. Oh, That's he's lightning. right. There's lightning. lightning. That's white. 
that's just like flashy lightning. But this is interesting because this gives me a theory, right? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So she's looking hopeful, right? She's looking happy. Something's reflected well, in her eyes. I'm not sure. Well, ho- I think determined rather than happy. I don't know. I don't think she's. I think she's I think looking. She doesn't look very happy to me. No, it's not happiness. I'm Team Chris. I think she's. I think she's seen something that has given her cause for hope. Uh, and I think that thing may be Luke. Ben! Luke. I think it might be Luke. Well, this is right. what Ben said. Ben said green, could it be Luke's lightsaber? I'm saying Luke, if anything, is a force ghost, and force ghosts don't have lightsabers. The lightsaber is gleaming in her eyes, and she looks like she has seen something. This, If, if the lightning is flashing, all right, this mm. is during her meeting with Robo Palps, and mm. maybe things aren't going so well for her, and then suddenly something arrives to give her hope to maybe give her hope of a salvation hope. that might be Ben Demption mm-hmm. but it might also be the person the one character that has been conspicuous by their absence throughout this trailer and that's Luke Skywalker I now reject hear, all of this at the moment we hear his voice we see this shot and we also hear Leia's voice she gets the very last word of the trailer as it should be and Maybe somehow the Skywalkers are turning have turned up to double team Palpatine, as it were. <laughs> Sorry, do you want to just revisit that phrasing there of uh, what they're doing with I'm Palpatine? No? Perfectly happy, happy with that phrasing. Okay, okay. I did not foresee that. Um, so, so there we go. That's that it. Is the final trailer for the Rise of Skywalker. Oh Christ, that's our tight that's thirty our, minutes. Our tight, our tight ten minute. Hour long, whatever. How long has this been? Uh, it's been an hour and four minutes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cut it down to a, probably hour. fifty or so, and uh, and that's wow. my night. So right. thanks, thanks to six people who requested us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Brilliant. The force will be with us. Anyway, always. as we see here uh, in the very very last shot of the the trailer, the most important thing of all is it is out on December twentieth, and tickets are available now. Nineteenth here. We get it a day early. We get it a day Woo! early. Ha! Ah, fuck you, America. So there you go. One nil to us. <laughs> Um, please don't say that out loud, Chris, in case they change their minds and keep it. Damn it. Uh, Australia would get it before anyone, right? Uh, depends. Traditionally, they got Endgame like three, two days yeah. early because of the time zones, weird freakiness, freak, freaky deakiness. How time zones work. Right in, if you're in Australia, you'll have already heard this podcast, of course, if you live in Australia. But if you, uh, you know, travel back in time and then write us again and then let us know whether you got Endgame two days early. I'm pretty sure they did. Anyway, December 20th. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, excitement levels. High. Very high. Even higher. Mixed. So, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, no, it's a good trailer. It's a good trailer. Uh, going through it frame by frame has, has, has helped bring me around somewhat to your, your way of thinking. Wow, that was convincing. <laughs> no, genuinely, I, you know, it's, it's our cats. <laughs> so, Fair enough. <laughs> that's your review. <laughs> Chris's review it's, it's this or cats I mean honestly I really hope that this re- I, I loved The Last Jedi but I really hope that this rekindle is a real spark and love I have for Star Wars because if you said to me 10 years ago that there's going to be three new Star Wars films and by the time the last one comes out you'll be saying well it's either this or cats <laughs> and that you wouldn't be counting down the days to this the way that you would be to some other films then you know I'd be slightly worried you, uh, so like I Luke realize, Skywalker, I reckon. You, yes, like Luke Skywalker, you close yourself off from the Force. <laughs> I think I have, the, and like Luke Skywalker, I need to reopen myself. Yes, this might be the 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 spark that sparks the light that the lights the, the fire, fire, the, the, fire yeah. the fan, the flames <laughs> to burn the first order to the ground. That's right. And on that note, that is it for our Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker trailer breakdown special. Thank you, of course, to James Dyer. So be it, Jedi. To Ben Travis. Yep. Nope. Helen O'Hara. Always. Ah, oh, and it's goodbye from me. Shall we yub nub? 
And then the music we can't afford. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.